This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hope you had a great weekend. We're off to a great great start here. It's uh, hour two on this Monday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. More phone calls, best and worst of the weekend. Poll question has to do with the most disappointing loss. Bills, Packers, Titans, Falcons, Vikings. To me, it's a two-horse uh, two race or two-race horse or two-horse racing. It's a... Uh, Bills and the Packers. I, I guess, I mean, the Bills lost at home to the Steelers. Packers got embarrassed on the road at a neutral site against the Saints. The Packers are going to win this because of how embarrassing they played. The Bills playing a playoff caliber team in Pittsburgh. Man, the hype is so big around Buffalo. I don't know if you look at any of these losses and go, you know what? That is really concerning. That's going to continue. The Titans getting blown out at home against the Cardinals, that was surprising to me. Now, maybe I've overrated the Titans, but I do like them a lot. Packers losing, not surprised. How they lost, very surprised. The Bills losing at home, I'm not, I'm not shocked by that, but sometimes it's how you lose that, that stands out. You know, the Cleveland Browns, they, they had that game. They, they, they should have won that game. But then you have just a couple of mistakes there, a botched punt. The Patriots, they had that game. All you got to do is hold on to the football. You're in field goal range. You're going to win this. But we're going to look back and, you know, these teams that are 8-8 eight and eight, and, you know, you need to go 9-8 and eight to make the playoffs, and you're going to look back to some of these games early in the season. We, we tend to add more emphasis later in the season. We forget about games like this where you go, Oh, that's right. 
They lost that game to that team in week two. But what we saw with the Packers, given all the drama in the offseason, this was supposed to be, here's you know Aaron Rodgers again. You know, he's motivated. The motivational tour did not get off to a good start. The Titans got embarrassed. The Falcons, how they lost to the Eagles. But we don't have high hopes for the Falcons. Vikings losing to the Bengals, I'm not surprised at that. Um, don't know if there's any other teams in there. McLovin, you know, the Texans beating the Jags the way they beat them. Um, yeah, why do we switch to most surprising wins on the positive sense? Okay. The t- is it the Texans? Yeah, but it might be the same thing that the Saints blew out the Packers or that the Steelers beat Buffalo in Buffalo. I, I think the Texans might give everybody a run in this poll. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Paul. Cardinals handling the Titans. Titans usually are in every game. That's a t- I don't know what the line is, but I'm guessing the Titans were favored. Uh, yeah, they have to be. Yeah. Yeah. But the Cardinals handled them. I know they sides. did. I know. And, and, and Chandler Jones had five sacks. I think he forced a couple of fumbles in there as well. I mean, that's as dominating of a performance as we've seen in a long time. And this is a guy who's not happy with his contract. And I didn't think he wanted to stay in Arizona. He has... Over 100, he's got 102 sacks in 125 career regular season games. Chandler Jones has 102 sacks. 35 in his first four seasons in New England. Now 66 in five years in Arizona. Boy, that's a lot. And five yesterday. He forced two fumbles. He had three sacks in the first quarter. Yes, he did. You see Taylor Lewan? Uh, yeah. Thank, <laughs> thanks for exposing me. I need to be better. Yeah, five sack day. That's- he he posted that. Hey, I'm I'm glad I got my butt kicked, and it'll just motivate me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Paul. He shouldn't even prepared for Chandler Jones a week ago. I mean, it's not like this guy snuck up on anybody. Chandler Jones, pretty good ball player. He just said it. That's why when Matt Lafleur said, "Hey, they were more motivated than us." What? If I'm Taylor Lewan, I don't post that because. There's a lot of people out there who probably didn't see the Titans-Cardinals game. <laughs> and now you're like, oh, yeah, oh, look at that. Yes, McClellan. Is Chandler Jones like a Hall of Fame? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's tricky when we look at these sack numbers now. Now you're adding an extra game. Uh, the proliferation of, of passing in the NFL, more opportunities to get sacked. I mean, imagine if you got... 15 to 18 sacks when the quarterback was throwing about 15 times a game. And you had players who had Hall of Fame careers. But now you're throwing 50 times in a game. Just, you know, the the opportunity of, of sacks to pass attempts. It's pretty incredible with some of these players. But Chandler Jones, like if you get to 125, I don't know what the number is anymore. But I always thought if you got to 100, that you're probably going to be a Hall of Famer. I don't think Chandler Jones is a Hall of Famer, but you're going to get up to numbers that people can't ignore what you did. Yeah, McLovin. But he never gets any attention. He's no, in he the doesn't. shadow of his brother, John Jones. Yeah. Yeah. MMA. We never talk. Have we had him on? Um, I don't know. Todd, have we had Chandler Jones on? I thought we might have had him on once, but definitely not recently. Yeah, maybe maybe one time. We've had his brother on. Yeah, Paul. He had a great start with the uh, the um, Patriots, but then he got in some off-field trouble. Yeah. Uh, and then the Patriots decided to move on from him. Yeah. I don't want to rehash it because he was not convicted of anything. 
but uh, he's got uh, he's got five seasons with eleven plus sacks, yeah. and he's gonna. I'm sure he's gonna cruise past that this year. Jason Taylor had five seasons with eleven plus sacks. Get ready to race in the exciting new competition show Frogger, only on Peacock. The popular arcade game comes to life. A supersized epic course, and uh, you can go big or go splat. Go to PeacockTV.com, sign up now. They, of course, are uh, streaming partner. New affiliate, the uh, South Carolina Gamecocks are heard in Greenville, South Carolina, on 104.9 Fox Sports Upstate, and they have just signed on to carry the Dan Patrick Show. Thank you for your support. By the way, something special coming to the DP Show store, danpatrick.com, collaborating with a new partner, Sportique, to create a limited edition tailgate package. First of all, these people know how to make clothes. We have a uh, win or lose, we celebrate flask, a custom box specifically built out for this bundle, and a handwritten note from me. We haven't done anything like this before. Only 200 available. So keep checking the site and get in on the email list for more information because this won't last long. But uh, great partner to have. We'll get some phone calls here. It was a mixed day for rookie quarterbacks. The three that got starts all lost. Trevor Lawrence and the Jags blown out by the Texans. Zach Wilson and the Jets losing to the Panthers. And uh, Mac Jones took on Miami, and they should have won that game. Trey Lance saw a little bit of action through a touchdown for the Niners. Justin Fields got in for a couple of snaps, and the Bears lost to the Rams last night. But fans would be smart to set the right expectations for these rookies. Winning, not necessarily important. Now, you want to, particularly if you're on a, a playoff-caliber team. You know, Justin Herbert and Baker Mayfield came into the league ready to, uh, to go. And, you know, the teams that draft a quarterback – usually aren't very good because they got the opportunity to use that high draft pick on a quarterback. The Jags were a mess. The Jets rebuilding. Patriots still a work in progress. What you should be watching for is development. We had Joe Burrow on last hour, and he talked about there was a moment during the season last year where it, it's, it sort of started to come together for him, and then he got hurt. But when it comes to these rookies, you've got to have patience, although – Teams don't, analysts don't, fans don't. But there, it's going to be a long season for Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson. Mac Jones is on a better team. Justin Fields is on a better team. Trey Lance is on a better team. They have a better opportunity to look good sooner than these other quarterbacks. Yeah, McLovin. Well, on that note, I guess it's not a great time for the poll question. If you could do the redraft right now, <laughs> how are you ordering them? Uh, Trevor, by the way, if you looked at just Trevor Lawrence's highlights, he yeah. had one beautiful touchdown, but his numbers were great, obviously. It just feels like that could detonate in Jacksonville. It just feels awkward, uncomfortable. And and I, look, I know we overreact, and I always preach don't overreact, overreaction Monday, but there just seems to be chatter whispers a story came out on sunday some of the players some of the veterans not pleased with urban meyer and his approach the college uh, approach and yelling at players and these are just little things but then you start to add up some of the other things they brought in tim tebow they brought in the strength and conditioning coach uh, from iowa that they shouldn't have 
like just little things they start to build up. You just want it to be as clean as possible. Have momentum. Have a team that doesn't give up. Like you got embarrassed by the Texans. And while I will credit the Texans, they played hard and uh, they were the better team. But, I mean, Tyrod Taylor was carving them up like he was Joe Montana. I mean, I expected a better product with Urban Meyer. Let's put it that way. And we did not see that. Some phone calls. Yes, Paulie. You're not saying you could see a one-and-done situation by either choice. But remember, this is uh, all, not an apt comparison. Bobby Petrino left in the middle of the night when he was 3-10 and 10 with the Atlanta Falcons. Now, Bobby Petrino's not Urban Meyer, the different people, but could this be a one-and-done situation? It happens with quarterbacks. I don't think with Urban unless it was health-related. But, you know, you might not play well, and it, you could say it's health-related. But I would think – now, I think when Urban first went there, I, I thought we had the over-under at like three and a half years that uh, he was going to stay. We might have to uh, adjust that. <laughs> but I don't know. You know, you start you, – Trevor Lawrence doesn't lose. You know, he's never lost a regular season game in, in his career, high school and college. They were all postseason games. Now, I mean, get ready. But, you know, you're just you're, you're trying to figure out, okay, what can we expect? When can we expect it? And uh, it just feels like with these, these, these veterans don't, they, they're glad to be away from college. They don't want to deal with the, you know, the uh, total autonomy that a college coach has. Like they want to be, hey, we're grown men here. And we don't want to be yelled at. Yeah, McLovin. I'm just looking at the record. Nick Saban did two years in Miami yeah. and actually was nine and seven and six and ten. Is that a good analogy for Urban? Are they cut out of the same cloth? Well, you know, Nick says if he would have, if they would have taken Drew Brees, then he would have stayed longer because they, they took a chance on Dante Culpepper. Although Drew Brees had the shoulder injury, and I think Nick Saban has said publicly if he had had Drew Brees, then he, you know, he would have stayed in the NFL. It's just these guys are used to results right away. Like, we win. We win all the time. Not this, you know, it's going to take a couple of years. That, that doesn't happen to Urban Meyer or Steve Spurrier or Nick Saban. But here's the thing. You can't recruit. There's a salary cap. There's free agency. There's a draft. There's only so much you can do. You can't go out there and you go, let's go get that five-star quarterback here out of Texas. Yeah, McLevin. Are you saying there's no salary cap in the SEC at the University wow. of Florida? Is that what? Wow. 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 All right, there's certain places where there's no salary cap. Yes, Pauline. Irv Meyer thought I'm going back down to Florida. I'm going to just recruit down south here, get all these players up to Jacksonville. Yeah. Like the old days. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, just oversigned. Yeah, but could you imagine being one of these like veteran players who's just been slogging it out there for a while and you're like, or you're just holding on, just trying to get another check, and here comes the college football coach <laughs> screaming in your face? Be like, all right, boss. And then you're going to bring in Tim Tebow. We're okay. Like, oh, all right. Okay. All right. Okay, yeah. coach. Yeah. 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 You're not facing Mississippi State every weekend no. here. Okay. I'm a grown man. You can address me that way. Tonight, Ravens at the Raiders. Uh, Don in Florida. Best and worst of the weekend, Don. Hi, Dan. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, just wanted you to know, this is Don, the artist formerly known as the report card forger for the free Cleveland Indians tickets while I was attending Catholic school. Uh, 
Best of the weekend, I got through to the best ever sports talk show to voice my opinion. Worst of the weekend, <laughs> could have been the Buckeyes, could be the Browns. But in the Browns game, Ronnie Harrison, their DB, gets thrown out of the game early. Sideline incident, not even a fight. He's walking away from the play. One of the KC players gives him a bump. He gets a little off balance. They said he stepped on the guy from Kansas City, still on the ground. KC coach gives him a shove. He shoves back, and they originally called a penalty on Kansas City. Now they review this, so it's not like they missed something. And they throw Harrison out of the game. How's that the correct call? What plan does that happen? Yeah, I probably would have thrown both coach and player out. Uh, didn't like it. Bad look. Um, you know, the coach will probably be fine this week. He should not make contact with a player. He was trying to protect his player who was on the ground. And Harrison, I hate when these players step over a player. After you made a tackle and you step over them, man, I would go straight up and whatever I hit, I would have no problem with that. You're going to step over? Like, okay, I'm going to humiliate you. I'm going to step over you. I'd go up and I would, uh, I'd go for the, the the twig in the berries. Yes, Paul. Yeah, the Chiefs assistant coach definitely gave uh, Harrison number thirty three for the Browns a shove first, but it didn't get picked up on the cameras until on a couple of replays. But you see Harrison go like upper chest, throat area with like a stiff arm. Yeah. The coach was flying back. We'll take a break. More phone calls. We'll give you our best and worst of the weekend. Up next, the future Hall of Famer, former Browns offensive lineman, now working for the NFL Network. Joe Thomas will join us. Uh, If you're the Cleveland Browns, how do you feel about that loss in Kansas City? We'll take a break. 17 after the hour here on the Dan Patrick Show. Discover the Discover credit card and you will discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically. There's no limit on how much you can earn. Pretty amazing. In fact, even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of the places in the United States that take credit cards take Discover. And that means when it comes to using your Discover credit card, get used to hearing the word yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. 
Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack you know, one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. We know that quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you and your partner whenever you want. Two beds in one, firmer or softer on each side, you decide. And it helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature as well, quiets their snoring, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number does everything. My Sleep Number setting is 75. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. You will never need another bed. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. We will give you our best and worst of the weekend coming up. By the way, Sunday night, it'll be Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs going to Baltimore. Battle Lamar Jackson and the Ravens Sunday night, 7 Eastern only on NBC. Game coming up tonight. Ravens and the Raiders, first time that uh, the new stadium in Las Vegas will have fans for that game. Joe Thomas, you can follow him on Twitter at Joe Thomas 73 NFL network analyst, former Browns, all pro offensive tackle now working for the NFL network. Joe, thanks for joining us. If you're a Browns fan, how do you feel today? I think you feel great and they should feel great because Going into this season, everybody wanted to tell them about how great they were. And you always worry about, you know, stubbing your toe in that first game. I know they didn't win, but they beat Kansas City in that game if you watch it from start to finish. And it's just a matter for them now of just learning how to finish down the stretch. This is a team that turned the entire uh, organization and franchise around when Kevin Stefanski got there. The mentality has completely changed. The culture has changed. Now just learning how to win down the stretch. But, I mean, having the Chiefs who – Two years ago, they won the Super Bowl. Last year, they were in the Super Bowl. A lot of people thought that they probably could have won that Super Bowl. And going into their place in week one and really outplaying them, I don't think 
that uh, that is anybody's uh, something that anybody should be ashamed of if you're a Browns fan. But we're waiting for a signature moment from Baker Mayfield. Is that fair to say we're still waiting for that moment where you go, okay, that's what elite quarterbacks do? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, last year against the Ravens, he had that moment. But unfortunately, Lamar Jackson was a little bit better down the stretch. Um, and they were they weren't able to win the game. So you don't really think of Baker having that signature moment. But he's still such a young quarterback. If he continues to play the way he did yesterday, the rest of the season, he's going to get plenty of those moments in this season right now. He's ready for it. What was more disappointing for the fan bases, the Bills losing at home to the Steelers or the Packers losing the way they lost to the Saints in Florida? Uh, the Packers, obviously, because everybody's talking about the last dance for the Packers. Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, like this is their moment. They're going to win the Super Bowl. Expectations are sky high. And to be able to go and just completely a turd against a team that really had a, so many questions going into this game. You know, how, how are they going to replace Drew Brees? How are they going to be able to focus on this game with the hurricane displacing so many of them and their family playing the game in Jacksonville and then coming out and stomping? all over the Packers, really in a defensive effort. I know Jameis Winston had five touchdown passes, but it was that defense that completely stifled the Packers and turned Aaron Rodgers into a common-looking quarterback. That was really impressive, and a lot of credit has to go to Sean Payton and the job he'd done with getting that team ready, focusing through all the distractions, and making Jameis Winston uh, from a turnover machine to a touchdown machine. But also, there does the defense usually start out ahead of offenses, in in uh, in your opinion, and what you experienced when you played? Yeah, they do because they don't have as many things to learn. They don't have as many things to install. It's much more instinctual um, as far as just learning how to go out and tackle and run and hit. Like th there's a lot of plays on defense. Don't get me wrong, but offense is so much more about detail, communication, um, installing new plays, reacting to what the defense is doing to you. So typically development wise, the defense is way ahead. But when you have a guy like Aaron Rodgers, who's been around forever and they've been in this offense now several years under Matt LaFleur, uh, I don't think that necessarily is true in this case. They should have been able to come out and they should have been firing on all cylinders. It's not like this is the first time that they've played in this offense. And it's not like this is Aaron Rodgers' fifth or sixth year in the NFL. I mean, he's seen everything that's out there. He's got an experienced offense. There's no excuse to have a clunker like they did on Sunday. Is Chandler Jones a Hall of Famer? I don't think he has Hall of Fame credentials yet, like if he retired tomorrow, but certainly the way he played in the game on Sunday, he's got Hall of Fame talent and he's building that Hall of Fame resume. Um, to be an All-Pro, to be a Pro Bowler, you can do that in one season. To be a Hall of Famer, you got to do that over nearly almost a decade uh, of football. And so but he's got he's 102 got some, sacks right I, now. I think certainly there's the number, right? Right. That's a big number. But without the longevity, I think he becomes one of those guys that you talk about, but I don't think gets in at this point. But certainly he's right there. I mean, you, a few more seasons like he's been having, and I think he definitely can be a Hall of Famer. What's the most sacks you gave up in a game? Uh, I don't think I've ever given up a sack, Dan. It was always the quarterback's <laughs> fault, right? No, I remember there was a game um, where I gave up two sacks. Um, like sort of in the middle part of my career against the Falcons 
And I was really frustrated by it. But, you know, as an offensive lineman, we're always telling ourselves, well, you know, the quarterback was in the wrong spot. He held on to the ball too long. And so um, that really wasn't my fault. Yeah, they're going to give me the credit. I'll take the credit. Yeah, it was my fault. But you always got to talk your way out of it like, a you know, a high school kid. Well, I was late for curfew, but, uh, you know, I hit a cat on the way home and <laughs> so I had to find the owner of the cat. And then, you know, you, you always make those excuses in your head. Did you ever yell at a, get mad at a quarterback because he might have cost you a sack because he held on to the ball too long or didn't step up in the pocket? Yes. Uh, I yelled in my head and typically instead of yelling at him directly, because I know that's kind of unproductive, what I would do is I just wouldn't help him up. Like, you know, usually if, if you see the quarterback land on the ground, <laughs> it's a lineman's culture to go right over, help your ball carrier up, help your quarterback up, especially if you gave up the sack. Like, wait, oh, wait, what was the name of that sorry. quarterback? I can't remember. I can't even remember all the quarterbacks that I played with that started with me. But well, that I, I was, definitely you played with a lot him. of quarterbacks a lot in of Cleveland. Quarterbacks back there. There was a lot of quarterbacks back there. But I definitely, instead of helping him up, I would just turn my head and walk right back to the huddle. That was his way of knowing that I was very displeased with what he did on that play. What game surprised you the most yesterday? It was the Packers, right? Because okay. living in Wisconsin. I mean, everybody had high expectations. That was what the conversation was about the entire offseason, how this was their last dance. They were going to win the Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers was super motivated. He finally, you know, kind of got a little bit what he wants. So he's a little bit more happy. But maybe what we want from an Aaron Rodgers is a pissed off Aaron Rodgers. Maybe, maybe that's what he needs to get the best out of himself and to get the best out of his teammates because what we saw of Aaron Rodgers was not what I recognized as an Aaron Rodgers performance. When you have a rookie quarterback, uh, what's that like for the offensive lineman of knowing what your job is or how does that job change when you have a rookie quarterback? Well, it makes your job a lot harder because, like I mentioned, I, I don't think I've ever given up a sack because the quarterback was in the wrong spot uh, on every single one of those sacks. But that's the issue with a, a rookie quarterback. And we saw it a little bit with Trevor Lawrence this weekend, right? They're either not in the right spot because they dropped too deep, their footwork wasn't right, um, or they're holding on to the ball too long. They're not going through the progressions the right way. And so you deal with all those things as rookies because they got so much on their play. The quarterback position has the most to learn out of any position in the NFL by far. And it's so much of it is decision-making, getting the football out on time. And so a lot of times when they're thinking about what's the coverage doing, what's the pressure, do I need to change the protection? They forget about some of the little details that, okay, maybe I'm supposed to take five steps and not seven. If I hit my, my seventh step, I need to step up and I need to hitch up because otherwise I'm going to be standing at 10 and a half yards and the line is blocking for a spot at nine yards. And so as a lineman, it's the worst feeling in the world where your guy turns and runs upfield and you turn and you feel like you're running him by. And all of a sudden out of the corner of my left eye, I can see the quarterback and he's standing not where he's supposed to be. And I'm like, Oh crap, I got, I got to turn the jets on to try to push this guy past. But at that point it's already too late. So it's just, Part of dealing with a, a, a rookie, a young quarterback, is dealing with those moments where oh, he didn't do what he was supposed to, but that's sort of the cost of doing business with a rookie. If you're blocking for Ben Roethlisberger or you're blocking for somebody who has some mobility, like the difference in, you know, because Buffalo didn't get to Ben Roethlisberger yesterday and he's not moving, he's not running, outrunning anybody. Um, you know, the different philosophy that you have when you have somebody who has some uh, elusive moves there as opposed to a stationary yeah when you have a quarterback that's elusive like a russell wilson josh allen those guys patrick mahomes 
you, you know, you can't have that internal clock where, okay, I know the ball's supposed to be thrown. I got to turn and run and chase the football and try to get downfield in case there's a fumble or in case I need to peel a guy off the pile. What you're doing much more now is you're reacting to whatever your defensive player is doing. It's a little bit like when you're playing defensive back in man coverage and you're following your guy, you're watching his eyes because you can't see the football. You can't see what's going on behind you. Same thing as an offensive tackle. I'm watching that defensive end and I'm queuing off of his eyes. As soon as his eyes go this way, boom, I got to chase him because there's a good chance that all of a sudden Russell Wilson has extended the play and he's running out of the pocket and I got to do whatever I can by hook or by crook to get my head in front of this guy and get one last shove to be able to give Russell that half a second that he needs to go hit Tyler Lockett down the field for that big play. So um, it's much different than you got a Ben Roethlisberger. You got those older quarterbacks who are much more, this is where I'm going to be they're going to be right where they're supposed to be and once your guy turns and runs downfield you know the ball's been delivered it's not like ben's scrambling back there trying to make plays with his feet when you have that college coach successful coach who goes into the nfl urban meyer what's the what's the wrong thing for that college coach to do once he gets to an nfl locker room <laughs> the one wrong thing i think we're seeing a lot of the wrong things and a lot of the difficulties from urban honestly i think the hardest thing for urban meyer is that he had no nfl experience and so the hardest thing then is hiring your staff and there were some whispers coming out this week already that there was a lot of friction between the guys that he brought in from college that he was comfortable with that he had a relationship with that he wasn't going to have to teach every single thing that he wanted to those guys and the guys that he brought in that had the nfl experience because it is a different culture in the NFL and in college. There is a lot of different concepts and schemes and how you want to run your practice, how you need to treat your players like a little bit more like professionals, like men to get the most out of them. And so I think the learning curve is already really steep when you're a coach that spent most of the time in college and you make that transition to the pro game. We've seen it so many times, but it's even worse when you have no NFL experience because typically you're putting together a staff that has half of the guys that are like your guys and then half the guys that are NFL guys that you don't really know, but that have been recommended for you that you've hired um, without really having any relationship with. And there's going to be a lot of friction there. There's going to be friction between the guys that were college coaches that are trying to coach the NFL players like they're still in college, where it's more about trying to motivate them in a lot of different ways to get them to play hard. Whereas in the NFL, a lot of those guys are self-motivated and they're motivated by money. They're motivated by feeding their family. They're motivated because they could get cut at any moment. And so I think it's a lot more about teaching at the NFL game and versus in college is about motivating and developing and just teaching the values and the fundamentals of football, hard work, toughness, being on time. That doesn't really fly as much in the NFL. You can see Joe Thomas, NFL Network's NFL game day kickoff Thursday at six Eastern ahead of the Giants Washington game on Thursday night football. Do you think Ron Rivera brings in Cam Newton? That's a great question. I, I, I didn't hear um, what the injury situation to the big beard man is. I, I know he hurt his hip, but I'm, I'm not sure how long he's out. I still like Fitzpatrick with that team because that defense is so good. I thought Heineke played pretty well yesterday. Um, and at this point, it's difficult to bring in a quarterback, have them learn the entire offense and get on the same page with your pass catchers. Um, unless you're going to bring in Cam and say, hey, use your legs. We want you to scramble and, you know, kind of change the offense a little bit more. It's more RPO type stuff, quarterback power, doing some of the things that he did in New England. Then maybe you think about it. But I think if they're going to keep the same offense and continue to just try to throw the football, then I don't think it's a great fit. Good to talk to you as always, Joe. We'll be watching on Thursday night. Thank you, buddy. 
Awesome. Thanks, Dan. That's Joe Thomas, NFL Network analyst, former Browns All-Pro offensive tackle, and will end up in Canton in the Hall of Fame. Uh, let's go around the room. Best and worst of the weekend. I'll start with Fritzy. Todd, best and worst of the weekend. Best of the weekend. 18-year-old qualifier Emma Raducanu. I want to make sure I pronounce that right. Wins the U.S. Open. Didn't lose even one set along the way. Emma, 19-year-old Layla Fernandez showed great maturity and poise throughout the way they handled the media and the fans. I thought that was pretty awesome. Worst of the weekend, I'm giving it to Western Carolina and Alabama State. Why, you ask? The Catamounts lose to the Sooners 76-0. The Hornets fall to Auburn 60 60- Two nothing. So if you're going to do the math at home, 138 to zero combined. Come on now. Hope they got a nice payday to be humiliated in such fashion. Nobody watched more tennis from the women's side of the draw than Fritzy did at the U.S. Open. Enthusiastically, fantastic yes. stuff. Yeah, yeah, of course. You you didn't watch the men, but boy, did you watch the women's side of the draw. Great interviews and class. Yes, all the way through for teenagers to handle themselves like that. Very impressed. Thank you, Todd. Uh, McLovin. He still doesn't know you're making fun no, of him. No, I tonight. know he doesn't. <laughs> I'm playing along. I know what you're doing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, my best is going to be Elijah Mitchell Jr., the third rookie running back, San Francisco, proving anybody can run in a Kyle <laughs> Shannon offense, went for over 100 yards. My worst is going to be what. Uh, Everybody's talking about Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor tries to fight Machine Gun Kelly at the VMAs last night uh, because Machine Gun Kelly would not give him an autograph. Apparently, I have no idea where this is going. I'm sensing some sort of Jake Paul Logan Paul fight, but it was the big wait. wait brouhaha. Machine Gun Kelly's not fighting anybody. Well. Conor McGregor called him out, said, let's go, because I guess he asked Machine Gun Kelly, who I think maybe his son is a fan of or something, for an autograph. Machine Gun Kelly shot him down. Conor McGregor threw a drink at him and went berserk. Or perhaps the whole thing is set up, but something's going on there. No, you, but no, no. Machine Gun Kelly weighs less than his girlfriend, Megan Fox. <laughs> I mean, how much do you think Conor McGregor weighs? Well, Conor McGregor's a professional fighter. I mean, Machine Gun Kelly... I mean, he's built like a corn stalk. Yes, Eden. Yeah, he's he's like 6'4", 120. He's a, as thin as a rail. And then plus, it's kind of hard to be like, all right, you guys want a fist fight? When the, uh, Machine Gun Kelly's got like crystals glued all over his face. <laughs> and wearing a, a stunning amount of makeup. And you're like, yeah, all right, let's fight then. I guess, I guess Machine Gun Kelly... <laughs> Who's an artist by he's a, a musician, in case you're not uh, aware of Machine Gun Kelly. And he's uh, goes out with the actress Megan Fox. But I guess his security people were a little overly aggressive with Conor McGregor. Oh. Conor McGregor's <laughs> walking around with a cane. He just had surgery a month ago. And, and doesn't he goes from zero to 100. Couldn't there be somewhere in between where, where you just go? Hey, uh, we'd love to get a picture. And then the security guy pushes you and you're like, easy. I just want to get a picture with him. Not, hey, come on. I'm going to tear you apart. That's pretty good. Easy. (laughs) Easy. Come on. You're breaking this one down. I I, I get tired of Conor McGregor. His immediate reaction is throw a drink. Yeah. Wow. Tough guy. You threw a drink at a guy who weighs 120 pounds. (laughs) And he's there with his girlfriend, and he's got glitter on. Wow. <laughs> wow, tough guy. Tough guy. I mean, I just get, I get bored by Conor McGregor. Like, I, I understood the whole, you know, whatever that world was when he was successful. And, you know, he hasn't been any good for a while. And he does stupid things. 
God. Do you have an, any, anything else? You have a, That's all I got. Okay. All right. Seton O'Connor, best and worst. My worst of the weekend, uh, and this is just punishing. It was absolutely crushing. It was like watching my own son get benched. Brock Purdy, Iowa State. Oh, that was just not. That's your boy. That was just not the day. That's, yep. that's your boy. Yeah, that was my guy. That was my guy. He still is. He still is my guy, but that was unfortunate for them. What, McLovin? He, you, he was your guy in 2015. How no. is he still playing college football? Yeah, I know. I did have to ask Seton. I was like, is, is your guy still playing at Iowa State? Yep. Yes. Yes, he is. Yeah, Brocktober. Yeah, Brocktober. In September. See, that's he's he's very much from the Bill Belichick school of thinking that this he uses September as like the preseason. Mm. Let's just see what we have mm. here, and then he turns it on in October. All right. Um, and then while I'm on a rant about quarterbacks, the proliferation of dual quarterbacks now, where you're going with two, Ooh. all of a sudden one guy's on, one guy's off, one guy's on, one guy's off. Not only it's, it was already bad in college, but now it's going to the NFL. What are we doing? Maybe I just believe too much in the like. If you have, if you don't have, what is it? If you if you have two, two, you don't, you don't have, have one. one. Yeah. What? All of a sudden, everybody's oh, Jacoby Brissett's in. Oh, now it's two, and then it's this guy, and then it's that guy. What? Every game was like that. It's uh, situational football, I think, is what that's called. BS. Paulie, best and worst of the weekend. Uh, this is kind of a best and worst. My Toledo Rockets almost took down Notre Dame. They lost thirty-two twenty-nine. An unbelievably great loss, but they had them with about a minute and a half left. They had a touchdown. The running back could have taken a knee and kicked the field goal to win it, unfortunately. Uh, great game by Toledo, though. And then player of the weekend, punters don't get enough credit. Tory Taylor, the Iowa punter, he had eight punts. He averaged 51 yards a punt. Five of them were down inside the five. Inside the five, five of them. And he also uh, had a 70-yard punt. Dominated Iowa State. All right, we'll take a break. More phone calls, best and worst of the weekend. We're back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Byer. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sit, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and Word you get your podcasts all right everybody game off let's pause here to talk more about monopoly go i know what you're saying flag on the play you've already talked about that but there's just so much more good stuff in this game in monopoly go you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards the more you win together the more awesome prizes you unlock and there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. 
Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of general tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com Dan. You can see their general tire test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to keep an eye out for the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Searching for a job can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, nobody's on the other end, applications that vanish. It's time to find a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals, the local jobs expert that you can trust. They never charge a fee when they help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com. Find the office nearest to you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with the help of Express Employment Professionals. And Express helps you find all kinds of jobs. Manufacturing to logistics, customer service, accounting, and so many more. Getting an interview with Express can be as easy as a phone call. And with just one application, Express Employment Professionals will have you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Make your job search easier. Let the professionals help at Express Pros. Express Employment Professionals, it's your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today, and good luck. Got some good stuff. DanPatrick.com. Collaborating with a new partner, Sportique. Create a limited edition tailgate package. Get a pair of sweatpants, sweatshirt, a win-or-lose-we-celebrate flask, a custom box specifically built for this bundle, and a handwritten note from me, all included. Only 200 available. Uh, Keep checking the site and uh, get on the email list for more information. Won't last long. I watched, obviously, a lot of football this weekend, but I made sure after the Chiefs game against the Browns that I – stayed on CBS and I watched 60 Minutes because it was uh, 60 Minutes dedicated to the uh, the heroics, the heroism of uh, 9-11 with these firefighters and interviews with people who were there in charge, uh, the roles that they played, 
and it, extremely powerful. And if you, you get an opportunity, a lot of times when we move on from something, we're sort of numb to it. I was in New York this weekend, and I couldn't help but notice as I'm driving into New York, and I went to a, a concert that was uh, on Pier 17, and it had to do with 9-11 and celebrating the uh, heroics there. A lot of firefighters were there. And the weather was eerily similar to that day 20 years ago. Beautiful sunny day. And I couldn't help but think as I'm driving in around the time that the first tower was hit. And it, it just dawned on me that it was one of those days that, you know, it was just a beautiful day in New York City. But, but to be in and to be walking around New York City and all these firehouses, there were a lot of tributes. There were a lot of people who were bringing flowers there. It, it was just a, a wonderful uh, remembrance, reminder of, you know, the loss of lives. And uh, it's tough to watch now. And... As I've said before, uh, two brothers who were there, uh, New York City firefighters, they got in late and uh, they were there for months cleaning up debris. And they don't talk about it. What they saw, because they're, they're seeing parts of people, but they don't talk about it. They just, I think out of respect for the dead, they just don't talk about it. I remember that they they would go to funerals. Um, you know, they would have firefighters just go to funerals uh, for people who had died. And uh, the the number of firefighters who came into New York City from all over all over the country. I mean, they're just they knew that that's their job and they're going to be there. And and just to hear some of these uh, men who talk about they're going in, they know what's up there. They know there's people up there. They have to go get them. And they know they might not come back down. I mean, it's, it's just powerful. And you, you want to move on, but you don't want to forget. And it's a, it's, a, it's a powerful, it's a painful reminder. And there, the number of children who were young when their fathers died, and they went into... You know, they wanted to be a firefighter after that. Even though they lost their dad, they wanted to be firefighters. But uh, 60 Minutes, the entire hour is about that with uh, 9-11. And uh, Scott Pelley did a wonderful job with the interviews. He hosted everything. All right, phone calls coming up. Best and worst of the weekend. Uh, Joe in North Carolina. Hi, Joe. What's on your mind today? All right, this is Dan. Um, wanted to see what you thought about uh, the best, the worst of Russell Wilson winning 12 of 13 on the East Coast. And another best was Joe Torre and uh, Bobby Valentine's first pitch at the Yankees-Mets game. Yeah, we had Joe Torre on Friday. I thought he was wonderful because he talked about 9-11 and, and just the Yankees went to an area where families would gather and waiting to find out if, if their loved ones were still alive. And Joe said, you know, you wanted to help, but you thought that you were kind of intruding. And then he said, 
then we had families that just came up and said, you know, had pictures of, of their loved ones that they were waiting to find out if they were still alive, had Yankee, you know, hats or shirts, sweatshirts, uh, jerseys. And he said, you know, then we knew that we could at least help. But I thought, Joe, if you miss any interviews on the program, you know, go to danpatrick.com. But that's one of those I would say, listen to it. Because it's 20 years after the fact, and you can still hear it in Joe Torrey's voice of what role do you play? And, uh, you know, that night when then President Bush went out there and threw the first pitch. And the fact that there was an umpire out there during the first pitch who is a member of the Secret Service, but he's dressed as an umpire. And I'd never heard that. But I thought Joe and Bobby Valentine throwing out the first pitches as the uh, Yankees and Mets played over the weekend. Uh, McLevin, update the poll results. Are we going to stay with that for the final hour? Well, we just switched up to what was the most surprising win, the flip side of the most disappointing loss. It's actually the Texans are leading over the Saints uh, for the most surprising win. Hmm. Uh, They looked impressive. I mean, I, I will say that. Or was that just a function of playing a rookie quarterback on a new team? Like, are the Texans going to go on a little run here? I mean, if I'm a Texans fan, like, I'm not going to get too excited. But, you know, you didn't, you won a game. You're going to win. You're going to win a couple of these games. I don't know if you really want to. But the Deshaun Watson story, to me, is waiting to be told here. Because now they're keeping him away from the team, and then he's a healthy scratch, and... Crazy. Yeah, Paul. This is a horrible win for the Texans. You want to get the first pick of the draft. You're blowing it already. Final hour coming up. Heisman Trophy winner Carson Palmer will dissect what we saw yesterday. Close out hour two. It's back to school season. That means it's time for everybody to get plenty of sleep. But even more important for the kids going back to school and some tips for parents. Keep the room cool somewhere between 65, 68 degrees. Maybe white noise machine or a fan. Or you can call up Todd. He'd love to tell you about the Broncos win over the New York Giants. He could put those kids to sleep. It'd probably take a couple of minutes. But not everybody is lucky to have Todd in their lives to bore them into a deep slumber. Thankfully, you can turn to Sleep Number. Great time to discover the Sleep Number 360 smart bed right now during the biggest sale of the year. All beds are on sale. Save 50% on the new limited edition smart bed plus special financing for a limited time only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash Patrick. Once again, biggest sale of the year. All beds are on sale. 50% is saved on new limited edition smart bed plus special financing. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. 
Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.